your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. VGK hopes to not pick up where it left off when it visits Nashville tonight. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick. We thank you all for making us your first listen each and every day. You could find us, of course, wherever you get your podcast. You could find us on Twitter at Tony Dasco, at, at TD Chris G, at Lockdown VGK. And of course, our YouTube channel is Lockdown Golden Knights. Please scribe there. He's I say sub. Chris says scribe. That sounds like a cheerleading uh, cheer or something. Uh, we're brought to you by our new sponsor, FanDuel. Of course, uh, sign up today, fanduel.com slash locked on. Place your first $5 bet and you get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash locked on. So, Chris, uh, yeah, we're talking about, uh, of course, sports betting here in the mecca of sports betting. Uh, are you going to have a Super Bowl prediction for us later this week? Yeah, I, I haven't done a lot of I haven't looked at entirely yet, but I mean, it's I think my initial lean is going to be KC because for whatever reason, then I Casey's not getting respect, which I find absolutely remarkable. So um, we'll see what the public thinks and probably uh, fade it and we'll we'll go all in on our sports betting account. And we'll uh, either book a win or a loss. And then also too, coming up later this week, we do have fun proposition bets. Yes, we'll the have Chicago them on Thursday, usually, if not sooner. Yeah, uh, Wednesday or Thursday, they come out typically at the Super Bowl here in Vegas. And uh, we'll go through some of the VGK uh, props that they'll have up there against the Super Bowl game. It could be fun. The big game. The big game. That'll be fun. Uh, So, Chris, uh, we have a rematch of the New Year's Eve battle. Uh, The Golden Knights overcoming a Peter Forsberg hat trick in that game. Peter Forsberg? Who did I say? You said you said Peter. Who was I? Who was? What did I miss? Well, Peter Forsberg. That's the old Avalanche player. Okay. Philip Forsberg. Philip. 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 Philip Forsberg. Hey, Peter Forsberg was my favorite, like my favorite okay. player growing up. So I'm so cool with that. I'm cool with Peter that. Peter Forsberg could have scored against VGK on that occasion. Fair enough. Philip Forsberg. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and of course, uh, VGK gives up that goal with what five seconds remaining in regulation. Yeah, but they, that was where where Miramanov got hurt. Uh they were down to four defensemen. I mean, I thought that was actually one of my favorite VGK games of the season that year. That it's year? Crazy that sounds. This year. That year. That year exactly. That year, yes. <laughs> we're just a little out of sync today. Uh but VGK comes back uh and they wind up winning that game in overtime. So, let's talk about it was a Nick K goal in OT, but yes. let's talk about this uh rematch coming up and how VGK has to approach this game because I feel it's a big game coming back from the all-star break. Let's start with the Nashville side. They're uh, out of the playoffs if the season ends today, but they got a couple games in hand. So they're right in that wild card chase right now. So this is where, you know, Nashville is really going to come out and be ready to go. Let's look at Nashville prior to the all-star break three game winning streak Kings, Winnipeg Jets, New Jersey Devils. That's a pretty good lineup to beat right there. And then before that, uh, they lost against St. Louis, but then they beat on back-to-back home games, oddly enough, uh, Cal, Gary, and Columbus. They had a rough patch before that with a three-game streak, but point being is Nashville is coming to form right now. 
So if anything, the all-star break might have hurt them because that's a team that want, wanted to continue playing right now. So, you know, we saw, and obviously Nashville does have plenty of players that are capable of scoring goals. Can they keep the puck out of the net is probably the bigger question. Uh, VGK probably would have rolled a little bit better in the New Year's Eve game if it wasn't for losing uh, multiple defensemen and things like that. So hopefully VGK can cruise out of the gate and get something, uh, get some momentum. I mean, a great first period, like a 2 nothing lead, as crazy as that sounds, would be absolutely amazing for the VGK if they can achieve that. Okay, would you much rather go into the break, though, with a three-game winning streak or a four-game losing streak oh by all means yeah but you don't want there to be a break if you got that three so i mean it, it's the best of both worlds i guess right and nashville doesn't want the break oh there goes tony like me earlier nashville doesn't want the break where vgk the break couldn't have come at a better time right now so you know this is uh it's all setting up for uh tony's gonna say it's rigged in three two one but it's rigged. things are it's setting rigged. up really well right now for the vgk coming out of the all-star break but they got to you know they gotta they gotta be ready. They gotta every Bruce Cassidy pun. We have we haven't talked about the Bruce Cassidy cliches in a while about uh winning your battles and winning your races and getting to the interior and being ready to play and and all of that. And you know hopefully we can avoid all the cliches post game in his uh, presser. How many times this season have we heard the term sense of urgency though from Cassidy? It's time for the team to just start playing. I don't think he needs to try to motivate them with words or anything else. They should know where they stand. They should come out with some sort of intensity, I think, in purpose in this first game. I think, again, this could be the tone setter. This could be the tone setting game for them. It the mindset to needs to be you cannot leave any points on the table. Listen, you're not going to go 31-0 and 0 or whatever it is, but you don't want to lose a game when you can clearly see what you didn't do wrong. If you get beat by a better team and you didn't, you know, and you gave your best, anyone can, any coach can live with that. Any fan should be able to live with that. But if you, if they have, you know, if they lose this game two to one and they have six power plays and can't get a power play goal, that's something that that's a problem. If they lose this game, you know, three to two and we had 48 shots on goal, but no one getting to the front of the net, that's a problem. You know, so those are the types of things. And now two points could make the difference of in or out of the playoffs. It can make the difference of home ice versus being on the road in the first round. It can make the difference of winning the division right now. And all these different things are in play for the VGK. So, yeah, the, ur- the sense of urgency has to be there from the puck drop. The team has to be ready to play. And they need to come out, for lack of a better term, to shout out of a cannon for this first game. Who are we going to see in that? Uh, I would have to believe it's Aiden Hill. You can't go with Logan Thompson. It's Logan. I talked Logan. about the burnout factor, and I don't like that at all, personally. I agree I with you. There's a burnout factor in play. Uh, not only was he overused and overtaxed in that first uh, half of the season and up until the All-Star break, but he also played in the All-Star game. And then just, again, physically and mentally, I could see the wear and tear and of course, he was taking losses a lot more, uh, a lot tougher than, you know, a lot of other goalies might. He doesn't have that mental approach just yet. It's not down. It's not there. It's fair. And he's a rookie. You know, it's not to be forgotten. And he's at the highest level that he's ever going to get to right now. And it's going to take time. You know, there's going to be rookie growing pains. And, you know, he didn't have them early in the season. And now he's having them in the middle of the season as the pressure mounts. And I think we all feel he can handle it. He's going to learn how to handle it. He's not going to have a choice. And not to be forgotten, he did handle it last season. If it wasn't for LT and, you know, his uh, what he did down the stretch, 
BGK would have been out of the playoffs, you know, before the calendar even turned April last year. Yeah, BGK was in until game number 80, theoretically. And even in game 81, mathematically, they had a an extreme outside shot. Okay, he's being overused. There's 31 games remaining. How many starts for Logan Thompson? 27? I mean, come on. It seriously. should be. I mean, listen, when things were going well early remember in the season, they, it was Remember two, they it was had a pattern? Rem- it was. Uh, there was or a three pattern. Three to two, but either way, right? however you want to look at it. Three, two. Okay. Yeah. There was a pattern, though. There was a plan. There was a plan. That plan that was in out place. the window. Yeah. And Cassidy said, there's no way we're going to deviate from it. If a goaltender has a, a crappy outing, I almost said another word. If they have a bad outing, then we're not going to uh, hold that against them. And Listen. they're going to just stick to this plan. But they deviated from that plan. And again, the line shuffling, the line shuffling's got to end at some point. Listen, Mike Tyson, everyone's got a plan until they got punched in the face. VGK got punched in the face a few times. And when that happens, you react and you change and you you counter and you do whatever it is and you change your game plan. And, you know, VGK needs to find a way to uh, slow it down and maybe, you know, duck some of those punch, you know, shots to the face, so to speak, and uh, stick to the game plan. Because whatever the plan was early in the season, it worked. It also worked with the healthy team and the players all clicking. Right now, this is the healthiest we are, minus our captain, unfortunately. Okay, what's the narrative going to be if EGK starts to lose? Stone? No stone. stone. I mean, of course it's going to be. They're going to, you know, this, this is where there's going to be some salesmanship from the, you know, from uh, the, the marketing and all that stuff and whatever it is to keep us interested. That That's part of, this is not exclusive to Las Vegas either, folks. This is every, every professional sport has this. And whatever they can do to help sell tickets to keep their season ticket fan base uh nice and heavy, sort of speak, and whatever. I mean, I, I don't care about any of that, honestly. But at the end of the day, the, the narrative is going to be whatever the excuse is if the team doesn't do well. And I think it's a simple conversation. What does VGK need to do to win and do well? Maybe we can save this for another segment. But and what's the narrative? Here, here's a segment. Let, let, let's save this. What's the narrative if they do well? What's the narrative if they don't do well? Maybe that'll be like a mid-segment for Thursday's show or something like that. But there will be excuses flying from injuries to bad ice to everything else, you know, if they don't do well. Okay. Uh, Scoring the first goal. This is something that's plagued them during this losing streak. And now through the course of the last, is it 15 games? 13 of 16. So the Islanders game was 13 of 15, I believe, because we were, we were driving in, in the car and we heard okay. um, uh, Duva talking about he, he, he was just gut, gutted when it happened. Shockingly yeah. enough. Well, everyone gets gutted. That's the thing. It's like this because, you know, it's coming. You, you but know, they have you know no response. There's no response. It's woe is me. As soon as that first goal goes, the, the puck goes into the net. But line four opposition. used to go out there and kick some butt and things would get better then. That's what happened early in the season. It was the Wah, Carrier, Colasar line going back out there to, you know, save the day, so to speak. And I'm curious uh, if we get a, a report from the line combos at practice today and what they come out of the shoot with. I mean, you know, do you do you fire something like Eichel Stevenson and Will Carey and line one? I think it'd be great. I think it'd you be like fun. that line. You want that line? I wouldn't be against seeing it for a game and seeing what, what it has and seeing if Carrier can handle a game where he's going to get, I don't think he gets like the full line one minutes because they're going to mix and match a little bit, but let's see Carrier for 18 minutes and what he can bring out there. Why not? Okay. Why not? Something that has to change here. Something that has to change, break up the misfits line. I'm just, that's old and tired for me. You can always go back to it, but I'm okay. Mixing it up. 
okay, I just I just think that that's enough, and they just stick to that because of the the story. I think uh, the, it's the misfits, and okay, enough of that. Like it's time for them to make changes that make sense. And I like I still William want- Carlson on line three. I like that. I like Carlson on line three. I like I Stevenson st- centering, centering line two. And I still want Marcia so on the top line. I do, but Marcia so Eichel and uh, Carrie. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. I could definitely live with that. And then uh, I just wanted to, to also talk about uh, this team, not scoring goals. Uh, uh, they're not scoring any goals and they need that magic number. Pete DeBoer uh, of three, they need three goals in a game. And uh, we'll talk later about what they're going to do to compensate for the loss of, oh, my goodness. Did I really step into that narrative myself? The loss of Mark Stone uh, and the loss, uh, of course, for Nashville of Peter Forsberg. Uh, Coming up next, (laughs) Chris, we're going to uh, take a look at our predictions for the big game against the Predators. I think it's a big game coming uh, back from the All-Star break, a team that has a four-game losing streak and not scoring any goals. We'll talk about our predictions and our locks of the night coming your way next, right here on Locked On Golden Knights. The NFL playoffs are here, and of course, the Super Bowl culminates everything going on in the National Football League, and we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On, the number one sports book in America. It's FanDuel, and if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better because they have so many great features and it makes betting on sports a lot of fun and easy. And we utilize their lines here on Lockdown Golden Knights. And new customers join today. You get started for just $5 and you could win $150 in free bets. That's right. When you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up today at FanDuel.com slash Lockdown. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from money lines to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine all of your bets for that chance to the bigger payout in the same game parlay. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets, win or lose. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick reporting from Las Vegas. And so your Super Bowl Sunday, you're going to be at the VGK game. And then do you have like the big spread back at home at the Golick residence? Well, how no, do you we're celebrate only coming, coming for a couple hours. And uh, Chris has a game at uh, Lifeguard at 540. That was just the dumbest scheduling ever. But And he said, Daddy, we're going to the, my hockey game, right? I said, yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> it's all rigged. Uh, we want to get into some predictions uh, for this game against Nashville uh, as VGK tries to rebound and get the second uh, phase, this next phase, I should say, um, underway on a winning note. And so uh, the VGK drought, I think, is something that needs to be discussed. And I think that that's an important factor in this game against the Preds. No doubt. I mean, and again, we've talked about this last week. when We were kind of digging for things to talk about nine, 10 games off for most of the players. This is the reset. This is the forget about hockey. This is the, the get healthy. This is the, you know, get the drought out of your head of that. You know, people, things like me and you are talking about dry January, dry January. Yeah, exactly. And now it's over. It is over. It is in the past. This is uh, the, when the games matter 
the Mostert. This is double jeopardy right now. Let's call it that. This is double jeopardy right now where the point values are doubled and uh, the leads can really change. That was a diehard quote, I think, uh, when Hans Gruber and Bruce Willis <laughs> has the walkie talk. Never mind. Anyway, there you yeah. go, William. Movie quote from William Conlon right there. So, yes, long story short, this is definitely – the reset button right now they need to have a good warm-up they need to be smiling they need to have their swagger a goal in the first three minutes and all of a sudden everything can change it's that easy right it's not that easy but it's that easy you talked about the first three minutes the first 10 minutes i always like when teams focus on the first 10 yeah heat the board did a good job of focusing on the first 10 it was the next uh, the next 10 and the next 50. 50 (laughs) when they went to tank. But uh, that first 10-minute span, though, is very important, especially if they need to respond to an opening goal. You almost can bet on it. uh, Is it on FanDuel? Uh, First goal scored? Um, (laughs) It is is a always – it's on all the apps I've seen. The first goal scored, yep. Okay. So so a local house, it used to be – Will there be a goal in the first 10 minutes? Minus 250 for Nashville. Probably. Um, but it used to be a local house and they were getting their butts kicked on it would do, will there be a goal in the first 10? So very quietly, they change it. Will there be a goal in the first nine and a half minutes? Ooh. And you, you, you think that's not that big of a deal, but you're that's giving up what, 5% of your equity right there. Yeah. And I guarantee they're moving the line in their favor too. So, yeah. So that's going to be important to see how this team comes out, how they play intensity it, it, more than anything else. Just the way this team comes out, if they have any fire in their belly, I just think that they need to come out again. They don't show that they don't come out like fired up, like they're ready to go. It's like, even if they're at times, I feel like this VGK team goes through the motions and they don't play with any, any kind of intensity. That's one of my biggest issues. It was an issue last season. It's carried over to this season. That's why I think that this entire team, if they don't go to the playoffs, just needs to be imploded. The Pittsburgh game, I remember watching the warm-up, and there was a vibe that night. There was excitement that night, and I tweeted it. Like, just, like, and it wasn't even before the warm-up started. Like, I was walking out from the tunnel, going to my spot on the glass for warm-ups, and, you know, like, you just felt something in the air, and you can't explain what, why, or how. Then the boys came out for warm-ups, and just, you're watching them, just, you felt good about it. And I literally went in the hallway and started firing bets on the VGK after I watched it, you know. So, and they went on to win that game pretty handily against Pittsburgh. And, you know, Jack Eichel scores early and the rest of that game is history. So you need to see that vibe out of the team from warmups. The second they come down the tunnel and then you watch, you, you, you learn a lot about the team. In the, like when you're watching a horse race, right? You learn a lot about a horse if you watch the, the, the post parade, right? When they're out there walking around even before the jock gets on them. And then you watch when they're out there walking the track and things like that. You know, if the horse uh, takes a dump beforehand, you can bet him, you know, walking on the track, you know, they're, they're a little lighter. You bet them, but you know, that's not necessarily how we're going to look at that. They're too lathered up. Sometimes you stay away, you stay off of them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you really want to, and you're not going to catch it on TV too much, but you know, you just have to trust that they're going to be ready and they're going to be excited to be back. They haven't seen each other in a few days, so they're going to be excited. And, you know, Jack Eichel, has he recovered? I'm still, yeah. I don't care if I'm on Island. Jack Eichel has lingering effects from his injury, right? Yep. I don't yep. care if that's out there or not. I am saying that. I am calling that 1000% because that is the only thing in my mind that explains what's been happening. And we know, and I'm not knocking him either. He's a warrior. Jack Eichel is a warrior playing through whatever it is. 
And hopefully in the last nine or 10 days, he got himself right. And Jack's going to carry this team. We'll talk more about that in segment three, obviously. But, you know, Jack really needs to carry this team right now. Okay. And I just think, again, I just want to see as well how Jack Eichel comes out there onto the ice. And if he has that jump and he hadn't had that jump, Uh, he missed the 11 games. And we both feel that he's been battling. You obviously have seen him up close and you can tell a little bit more that he's just not right. Right. And myself, he's just skating around in circles. Uh, He has become a better defensive player, but you know what? Forget about the defense. Let him do what he does best, right? Play to his strengths. They have to do that. Okay. We we have a good defense. Yeah. Yeah. Let the defensemen do their their thing. Okay. Uh, Let's get into predictions and locks of the night. Go ahead. Uh, I like a 3-2 VGK winner. Um, and let's go They're with the score three goals, three, two, three, two overtime, three, two in overtime. So one is it going to be one? It's, it's a fake goal, but we'll still take three goals. Um, and then let's, I mean, let's start with the leaders, Eichel and Petro, Eichel and Petro tonight. Okay. I might've taken yours. That's yeah. chalk. I know it's chalky. No, no, no. I have to go with a, uh, def- I'm going to go with defensemen because I think the defensemen are going to have to carry the load in okay. this game. And I'm going to go with a four, three. Nashville win, and I'm going to go with uh, Martinez, and wow. I need another. Uh, I'm going to just go with Carrier anyway. Yeah, there I'll go. go with Carrier. Uh, I was going to go with Petro and and Martinez, but you stole my Petro deal. But they just need to get out early, early lead. If they could even lead like two to nothing, that would be just really Can good. We just have a boring game where they win four to one and they're up three nothing early. Can we just have a boring nah. game? It won't. That's not going to happen. And it's in a hostile environment, too, in Nash Vegas. They're on a three-game winning streak. They've won uh, five of their last six, and mm-hmm. they're at home, and they're battling yeah. for a, they're, they're desperate right now. Beating a desperate team is one of the hardest things to do in all sports. Definitely. You know, you look at the playoffs and things like that. Putting a team away is the hardest thing you could possibly do. Yeah, for sure. Uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about if VGK does not make a deal, a trade uh, very quickly, what will they do to replace the absence of Mark Stone? We played right into that stinking narrative. We'll be back with more right after this on Lockdown Golden Knights. Our next pro- uh, partner has a product that we use literally every day. We like to take athletic greens, don't have time, want uh, better gut health, more energy, all of that. I actually sleep better when I take athletic greens and it's been several months now and uh, it's something that we both use here on lockdown golden nights doesn't taste uh, super healthy i like to say compare it to chalkiness Uh, like a lot of the other brands mild and tropical taste and again one delicious scoop of athletic greens you have 75 high quality vitamins minerals and whole sourced superfoods and it's really good good for you it's lifestyle friendly And uh, depending on what your dietary needs are, it seems to fit in with each and every one. Uh, The importance of multivitamins, uh, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. It's important to choose the one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And it costs less than $3 a day. You are investing in your health. They have thousands of testimonials. Like they said on the Grammys last night, just Google it. They kept saying that. It's kind of corny, but whatever. And then, of course, uh, (laughs) for every purchase, we donate uh, to organizations 
helping to get nutritious food for kids that are in need. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick. We come to you Monday through Friday from Las Vegas, although we're going to take a day off this week. I think we deserve it. Yeah, perhaps, maybe. Yeah, lack of uh, scheduling and, you know, stuff like that. But lack yeah, of I think scheduling. Uh, Wednesday we might not be around. We'll see. I, maybe, I'll do, maybe I'll go solo. I don't know. Well, I haven't figured it out yet. Okay. Maybe if we can get someone else to do the audio, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I don't care. Just send me the audio. We'll figure a way to do it on the road. Okay, uh, so we want to talk oh, oh, again. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please do that. Do it today. Um, again, it's Lockdown Golden Knights, and we will have a ticket giveaway that is based on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Maybe uh, we'll definitely maybe we'll, we'll send some text. But yeah, we do have a, a good pair of tickets that was donated uh, very generously. And uh, oh, we're nice. gonna, you know, throwing back to a couple of our listeners, hopefully for uh, that want to come on Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, like I said, we'll hang out during the game a little bit. I'll be up in the media area. I'll come down and, uh, you know, maybe we'll meet during the first or second intermission, talk about the game and stuff, and it'll be a good time. Okay. If VGK doesn't make a quick move via a trade, uh, who will pick up the slack, so to speak, that Mark uh, of Mark Stone? Uh, who do you think needs to pick up the pace and the scoring for the Vegas Golden Knights moving forward, especially if there's no immediate trade? I think you separate this into two categories, the scoring side, because he was, I think, what, 38 and 41 or something like that, 38 points, 41 games. He was on pace for almost a point per game, which was very good. Um, could he have kept that up if he was healthy the whole time, uh, you know, and still playing? I don't know, but let's assume he did just for this conversation. The easy answer is Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel needs to replace and then some all of Mark Stone scoring and put this team on his back. No pun intended there. And then maybe someone like March or so to, you know, start hitting the net again and scoring because he was scoring very well early on in the season. On the defensive side, you're looking for one player who's going to take his role on the penalty kill. And also maybe that bumper position on the power play. Yeah, that's and an important piece. Nick really? Watt. I think Nick Wah is the one who can maybe make that step forward and take more special teams minutes on both ends of it, on the kill. And um, someone like Nick Wah can maybe play that bumper position on the power play, a good big body that can finish and can score. And I think that the defensemen are going to have to pick up a bulk with the scoring too. I really think, of course, Cassidy wants them to be offensive defensemen. And Petro only have... We have it's two. We have Theodore key. and Petro. After that, we yeah. have four state home defensemen, which is fine. Well, well, you need to see Theodore get back into the groove, too. And hopefully, again, they brought him back. You thought it was a little bit too soon there, right before the break. And now he'll come back, and hopefully he could get into some sort of a rhythm now. And he should be okay. A few more days off. See if he was sore after those uh, games that he played in, yeah. right? Yeah, it's all fair. I mean, listen, the the million dollar uh, doctors that someone reminded me when I made my comment, you know, that that make the recommendations, obviously, they, they know more than I do. And obviously, that's a very fair statement. My only concern was the optics. If uh, if he did wind up getting hurt and going down or 
you know, and then we, then me and you are going to argue if it's too early, like Mark Stone again. So, you know, hopefully it was a good field test. Hopefully he passed and checked all the boxes and now he's ready to be the Shea Theodore of old, uh, you know, starting game 53 or whatever it is tomorrow night. Yeah. Tonight. And you, you have, a, you have a team in the predators that is definitely, uh, they're playing desperate and they won three straight coming in they're playing good. And they're only three points out of a playoff st- uh, spot. So, Again, this is a, a big game for, for each team. And for VGK, I think fans might have forgotten that this team now, as they start post-All-Star break, is in third place behind uh, the Kraken and the Kings. Uh, the Kings have played two more games than VGK and the Kraken two fewer games than the Golden Knights. And so things are really getting tight there. And then you have the Oilers with uh, 60 points, Calgary with 57 points. And so they're all just uh, in the mix now. They're and there. again, every game matters. And the final 31 games, it's going to be important to get back on the winning track. Yes, but they also have to play well on the road like they did earlier this season. And a split this uh, next two games would be really good for the Golden Knights against Nashville and against Minnesota. Yeah, they better and- win tonight, though. Yeah, I don't want to have and, to go to Minnesota needing need to do that because VGK historically has been terrible in Minnesota. Yeah, and again, all the the plot lines with Flurry and Reeves and all of that. In, in oh, good Minnesota God, I didn't think game. about that. The Reeves. Yeah. Not, not, not Flurry, but Reeves. Like, I'm over it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, he's going to help pound someone in that game. And then uh, they have to win games in the Pacific Division. That was one area they struggled on earlier this season. Well, throughout the Were they season. five and seven now against the Pacific? It's terrible. Yeah, like that. they're going to have to. Those are the games that are truly going to matter, and they just need to just hang in there against the other opponents outside yep. on the road. We talked uh, earlier on the show on Monday. Uh, we talked about uh, them going through those swings, and they're going to have to play that uh, road trip. They still haven't played in Florida. Last year they did pretty well, right? They did well with the Canes. I don't know. Yeah, they did well with the Canes in Florida and Tampa last year. Uh, but this is just going to be a tough stretch, I think, for VGK. It's a grind. Buckle up. How soon do you think it, it'll take them until they make a trade? They better do it now. I think it's this time week, to pull the trigger. Listen, they have if to. they, if they waits, don't do it by the end of this week, yeah, they're done. Every day they wait, It's A, it's going to cost more for whatever they want to do, and B, it makes me wonder <clears throat> if they don't know what they're going to do yet. So they might say, listen, the, the, the current roster has to figure it out for the next nine games, and they're going to determine the path. Which that scares me. And I say with White Cloud back, I think that the defensemen have to pick up the scoring slack again, be offensive defensemen. You say Jack Eichel, and hopefully they find some formula to score goals. That's the bottom line. So, Chris, we appreciate it. We'll catch up again, uh, of course, uh, this week. Uh, And we thank everyone for tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Our podcast free and available wherever you get your podcast. It's a big, big week with the Super Bowl and a couple of EGK games and three games coming up here to now and Sunday. And hopefully they could get off on the right foot. For Chris Golick, I'm Tony Cardasco. We appreciate you tuning in. See you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.